0: Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz, born in Tapet Lixpa, had dedicated her whole life to provide us an opportunity to have hope in our beliefs and was recognized as the first feminist in America. She was the illegitimate child of a Spanish captain, Pedro Manuel de Aspahe, and a Crayola woman, Isabel Ramirez. Unfortunately, she died in 1695 at the age of 47 due to the plague.
1: From an early age, she only wanted one thing—knowledge. She'd even sneaked into her own sister's lessons. When I heard that she cut her hair every time she made a mistake in her studies, I was astonished. It was enamoring to sacrifice beauty in return for academic perfection. Sometimes I even wondered if she tended to her own physical needs at all. When she found out that higher education was only for men, she begged her mother to dress her in men's clothes and send her to university. However, the request was denied.
0: She started teaching herself many subjects that were not taught to women. Who was forbidden? Who has forbidden women to engage in private and individual studies? Have they not a rational soul as men do? I have this inclination to study, and if it is evil, I am not the one who formed me thus. I was born with it, and with it I shall die, she would say. The word spread loose, and soon enough, 40 of Mexico's brightest minds were gathered together by the viceroy to test her intelligence. Sir Juana was blessed with confidence and self-discipline. Her determination helped guide many throughout their lives. She embedded the idea that people can mold their lives into what they want. By the time she was 16, She also became a lady-in-waiting. When it came to the appropriate age of marriage,
1: many proposals came in. Despite a steady stream of marriage proposals, Serquana turned her back on the high life and did the unthinkable. She declined every offer in an attempt to focus on her learning. she had also helped defend her sisters against her husbands at various times. There were many rumors adrift in nobles that romantic passions were obscene from her life. I would recall other lady in waiting, waiting trying to persuade the benefits that could possibly bestow her. But Sir Juana would always confidently turn it down. The notable smirk that she had always had
0: caught their attention. She became a nun. In the church, she gained a lot of fame as a renowned poet. Sorwana was rather admired for her commitment to educational values. I could remember the day she invited me to church. She would always prepare meals so delicately with hints of articulate thought. The food always reflected on the effort she gave to her intellect. She would always quote various readings at supper and pause at several moments to write something down, as she would often say, "But my lady, what can women know except philosophy of the kitchen? Lupercio Leonardo has said it well. It is possible to philosophize while preparing dinner. As I often say on observing these little things, if Aristotle had cooked, he would have written much more. The Bishop of Mexico City published her critique of a
1: popular sermon, leading to her downfall. People thought that she was taking advantage of her role as a nun, and the priest decided to burn her books. Finally, she had no choice but to renounce her writing. In her last act of defiance, she signed them, I, the worst of all, in her own blood. Those were probably the last words she ever wrote.
0: During the 20th century, Sarwana's book caught the attention of Nobel laureate. In the words of Nobel laureate Octavio Paz, it is not enough to say that Sor Juana's work is a product of history. We must add that history is also a product of her work. Centuries after her death, Sor Juana rose again. Sor Juana had a compassionate
1: gift that allowed her to think of others before herself. Reflecting on her many achievements, her heart was deeply engraved in her work.